2: Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Not sure if you saw the massive contracts that are being handed out around the National Hockey League in terms of defensemen over these last few weeks, We're going to get into that and how that might tie into what Colton Pareko's contract is going to look like coming up in about 15 minutes or so. But now let's continue the baseball conversation and welcome in Robert Murray, fan-cited MLB Insider National Baseball Columnist. You can follow him on Twitter at ByRobertMurray. Robert, Robert, we appreciate the time and we've already had your good friend Katie Wu come on and gave you glaring reviews, so we're excited to chat with you. How are you? Can you hear me, Robert?
1: Yeah, loud and clear. Can you hear me? There
2: we go. Yeah, we got you now. No, I was just saying we had Katie on earlier today and she gave you glaring reviews. So uh, she said that we should have high expectations for you.
1: Well, let Katie know that the paycheck is in the mail and that uh, <laughs> that I appreciate her. We
2: tell that to her all the time. We always appreciate her time, and we appreciate you hopping on with us as well. Robert, we're about uh, 10 days removed now from uh, the MLB trade deadline, and we saw a massive amount of movement over that uh, time period. We saw Trey Turner and Max Scherzer go to the Dodgers, saw a couple of other big bats that were transitioned around. What did you make of just those teams kind of wheeling and dealing and? in the teams that were aggressive compared to the Cardinals who were just stagnant.
1: Yeah. Like you, when you look at the deadline, you have to really look at the teams that were sellers and the Washington Nationals and the Chicago Cubs really stood out with, with how aggressively they sold. And this was a buyer's market. There was a lot of different teams who were looking around and the Dodgers took advantage of it by getting Max Scherzer and, uh, and, and Trey Turner. And it makes them infinitely better when their roster was already filled with MVPs. It's, the Dodgers are now the clear favorite in in the National League. I think that's no secret at this point. And when you look at a team like the Cardinals, I'm not surprised that they ended up adding pitching because that was that was their main focus. But it would kind of surprised me with what pitchers they added. I thought it was they were going to go in a bit of a different direction than John Lester and Jay Happ. But at the end of the day, there really wasn't that many options available for them to look at, and they weren't really looking at the high end of starting pitching market either.
0: Well, you, you mentioned how they had some options on the market. I, I'm curious, were you a little bit surprised to see the Cardinals not get in on some of the relievers that were available? Because it, we had heard about it being a high price, and then we saw some 15-30 uh, to 30 range top prospects from teams being sent out. Were you a little surprised to see the Cardinals not add any uh, help to the bullpen?
1: Yeah, I thought that was going to end up being something that the Cardinals and maybe some other teams looked at. With the starting pitching market being so weak, Like it was top-heavy for there was two or three starting pitchers who were really good, and then it just fell off. I thought there were some teams that would look to end up like stockpiling their bullpen and maybe add a couple arms. I know the Brewers did it, and, and there was a couple other teams who did as well. But I didn't think the Cardinals would be aggressive buyers, and I didn't think that they would end up making a move like that unless it made real sense for them. And they weren't willing to give up any of their top guys. Um, but there was some other relievers available who did not end up going for much that I thought the Cardinals could have could have ended up pursuing. So I was kind of surprised that they weren't in on that. Um, but they just want to build for the future and adding a reliever now um, would kind of limit what they can do in the off season when there's going to be more options available. And they just wanted to maintain that flexibility. But yeah, I thought, Maybe they'd add one, but at the end of the day, they did not.
2: We're talking with Robert Murray, fan-sided national baseball columnist, MLB insider as well. You know, speaking of the offseason, Robert, I think that's what sets up the intrigue for the Cardinals because I don't think anybody expected them to be in that massive trade for Trey Turner and for Max Scherzer. You know, they weren't going to go acquire Javier Baez from the Chicago Cubs because they do have Paul Young. But Paul DeYoung's struggles kind of sets up the, the intrigue of, are the Cardinals going to invest this offseason into one of those big bats that are the shortstops?
1: Yeah, this offseason, it's it's basically the winner of the shortstop. And there's five of these guys that are really good that are going to be available. I think the Cardinals will poke around, but I don't expect them to add a guy like that because they have two really big contracts on the roster right now in Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. And I would expect them to try to add a starting pitcher or a high-end starting pitcher um, more so than a shortstop. I I could see, like, I, I mentioned when I was last on the show that Shane Bieber could be an option. Yeah. And like, I, I, I still think he could be an off season trade candidate. I would have imagined it ended up being more likely that they can end up doing something or that, that Bieber would end up being dealt in the middle of next season if he is dealt at all. But like he's going to be one of the many guys that the Cardinals look at um, for starting pitchers, but I would expect them to end up looking for a starter as opposed, or they would prefer to add a starter more so than a shortstop. Um, But if you're the Cardinals and you have a need at shortstop, you're going to be hard pressed not to look at at those options available because they're just too good. But adding a guy that's going to make two to $300 million might be tough for them to do.
0: I'm curious, you mentioned making the trade for Shane Bieber. Do you you think the Cardinals, when they're looking for starting pitching this offseason, do you think they're going to look more at the trade market rather than free agency? Because the free agent class is a little bit thin, and also the Cardinals have had some bad contracts handed out to pitching in the past. Do Do you think they look more at the trade route if they're going to upgrade with the starting pitching?
1: Yeah, I would expect them to look at both avenues. And as you said, the free agent starting pitching market next year is pretty weak. Um, so they're going to have to get p- pretty creative. And I mentioned Bieber and, and I don't know if the Cardinals are going to be interested in him or not. That's just a guy that I'm, I'm not connecting because I, I think a lot of teams are going to end up looking at him. Um, just, to, just to be clear on that. But I, I, w- I would expect the Cardinals to probably look toward the trade market more. Although that being said, it would be tough for them because they've indicated in trade talks with all these teams that they're not willing to trade any of their top prospects getting a guy like Bieber or any high-end starter over trade is going to require them to part with those kind of pieces. and I just can't see them doing that unless the deal is too good to be true. Cause they didn't even do that for Nolan Um And that's like, they would probably prefer like they, the best option available for them would probably be over trade. But if we're looking at what the more realistic option is, it's probably going to end up being free agency. And you could also look at a team like the giants who have a really good rotation right now. And all of their starters, for the most part, are going to be free agents at the end of the year. And they're probably not going to cost too much, uh, with the exception of Kevin Gosman. So you could look there for some value adds, but they're going to explore both. I think free agency is more likely, but they're going to have to explore the trade market as well.
2: So, Robert, I'm curious on the Paul DeYoung side of this, and I know you're you're a national insider, so you're not paying attention to the Cardinals every single game, but the struggles of Paul DeYoung this season, kind of compared to what the struggles have been the last couple of years, and the Cardinals were hoping he was going to be that middle-of-the-order bat, and if they're not diving into that market in terms of the expensive shortstops, does that mean that they're probably slated to just stick with Paul DeYoung since he's so team-friendly?
1: Yeah, I, I, like, I've I've paid attention to what the young has done, um, and it's not what they expected at all. Um, they thought that the addition of Nolan Arenado would end up taking the pressure off of De Young and these other guys, and they'd allow allow them to perform at a higher level. And that's not been the case. So I don't think them being unlikely to get one of those top shortstops means that De Young is going to end up being the guy. I would imagine they're going to end up bringing in competition at some level. Uh, or in some capacity. I don't know exactly how they're going to do it, but they they need to upgrade that lineup because what this, what this team right now is, a lot of the the public talk right now surrounds the rotation and how, how bad it's been since Flaherty's been out. But that lineup is really underperformed, and they're going to need to upgrade shortstop. They're going to need to upgrade other positions as well. But the young, they gave them a chance, and they're going to need to upgrade because, they need to maximize this window with, with Goldschmidt and Arnato, And the guys around them have simply not gotten the job done. So while the young is probably going to enter the offseason as the, the starter, I don't know if he ends the offseason as a starter, though.
0: Well, Robert, you mentioned maximizing that window for the Cardinals. And you, we've talked about now Paul Young in the shortstop market. We've talked about adding to the starting rotation possibly. We even mentioned the bullpen miss out possibly at the trade deadline. How many pieces do you think that this Cardinals team is away from legitimately contending in the National League?
1: I I don't know if there's a specific number, but I'm pretty confident the Cardinals are are far away from being able to compete with a team like the Dodgers or the Padres or or the Giants or the Brewers. Um, They need a lot of help all over the board, and that's why I thought it was really smart of them not to go all in on this season, despite some fans wanting them to do so, because this team, they need a lot of help. And they're not going to end up getting it in one trade. That line, it's it's going to end up being a very lengthy process for the front office there, and it's not going to take one or two moves. They thought that Arenado move was going to was was going to mask a lot of problems, and in reality, it's kind of probably opened up their eyes at just how many issues there are with this lineup and um and the rotation now, and. Um, so as i said i don't think there's a specific number but the cardinals they need a lot of help um both in the lineup in the rotation and even in the bullpen too because they've talked about moving jordan hicks or uh alex reyes to the to the rotation so it's going to it's going to take a lot of work it's probably going to take a lot of financial resources as well But thankfully for them, they have some of these top prospects who are getting closer to coming up to the major leagues.
2: And that's where I was going to go next with that, Robert, kind of as a follow up, because, you know, with that mindset, is this more looking at you're waiting for these prospects to contribute within the next couple of years to put them back into the contending conversation? Or are the prospects tied into also being spenders in free agency or on the trade market to kind of put them back into contention?
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly it. it is it's going to end up being these prospects, and then also adding outside pieces and, and blending them together, and and maybe if you add a a piece at second base, it doesn't block Nolan Gorman from coming up next year and, and taking the prominent role there, or it's it's adding a starting pitcher who won't block uh, Matthew like um, There's they need to add pieces throughout this this roster that are in free agency or trade that are impact players that don't block their top prospects so that they can coincide and end up helping them try to catch these other teams in the national league. And it's not getting easy, especially uh, with the Dodgers getting Trey Turner and, and Max Scherzer. Like sure a free agent at the end of the year, but Turner's signed for next year as well. Um, and they added an MVP caliber player who actually there's some people who believe that Turner is the favorite to win MVP this year uh, to a lineup that is absolutely stacked. Um, so catching the Dodgers is going to be extremely difficult. The Giants are looking like a, a very good team. Padres are have a very good roster as well, although a little bit flawed. And then if you like, if you look at the Brewers too, um, what they've been able to do and the pieces they added at the deadline, like this team is not going away either. And the Cardinals, they want to build a sustainable winner um, and adding pieces to this team and allowing those prospects to come up and play right away next year is ultimately going to be the best way for them to be able to catch these these teams
2: final one for you robert and i kind of have an idea of what your answer is going to be to this but the cardinals seem like they're still in this race mathematically for the playoffs this year but how do you view this team in terms of getting into the playoffs this season
1: um, like you can never say never. I think the Fangraphs odds are what? One and a half percent. Yeah. Not to, yeah. It's, I mean, so you're saying there's a chance, <laughs> um, but, uh, I, I would not get my hopes up. I think the Cardinals, they, they're too far back at this point, And obviously getting Jack Flaherty back is going to help. Um, and, and there's going to be some other pieces who return as well off the injured list, but, um, it, it's going to, it's going to be a very difficult task. Uh, they have a, a, favorable schedule and and they've needed to get these sweeps and win series and they've not been able to do that um and like yesterday's game was a perfect example where they had a prime opportunity to get the sweep over the royals and they weren't able to do so um but i'm i'm not optimistic i think that's the nicest way for me to put it and um, but I, I'll never rule any team out unless they're mathematically eliminated.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. Robert Murray, we always appreciate you coming on here, BK and Ferrario with us. Apologies that BK decided to take vacation when we got you scheduled, but we look forward to chatting with you again real soon, buddy.
1: Awesome. Take care. I appreciate you guys.
0: Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more if you've been looking for a sign to join peloton this offer gives you everything you need to get going this limited time offer ends november 28th visit onepeloton.com to learn more all access membership separate offer starts november 14th and ends november 28th cannot be combined with other offers see additional terms at onepeloton.com
2: the wendy's three dollar breakfast deal is here